the volume. Jenkins and Jones is brought to you by FanDuel. It's never been easier to play fantasy on FanDuel. Whether you love basketball, golf, soccer, or any other fantasy sport, there's a contest for every fan. FanDuel, more ways to win. Welcome to Jenkins and Jones on the Volume Podcast Network. As always, Jenkins and Jones is hosted by my good friends, Dragonfly Jones, a.k.a. Tyler. Hey, how's it going, guys? LeJethro Je- <laughs> Jenkins, a.k.a. John. How are you doing, guys? <laughs> and I'm, uh, I, I will never feel comfortable trying to sound cool when I get introduced. So you, y'all can get that nerdy shit. We'll never, fun. ever be the... You know who it is. Yeah, you, you know, know what's me? going on. It's you know your boy. You know it's what it is. It's, it's your boy. Uh, it's never your boy. You know what I mean? <laughs> you never know what time it is. Uh, regular as fuck. fuck. fuck I'm your here. boy, uh, Mike Gardabasio. <laughs> no, 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 no. Gardy B. Say it, Mike. No, no, no. Say it. Uh, at Gardabasio on Mike. Twitter. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying Mikael. You can say that weird shit if you want to. Uh, it is Thursday, February 18th, I believe, uh, if I have my head screwed on correctly. And we're here to talk about basketball and tennis and some other shit. Uh, all-star lineup, all-star starters are going to be announced tonight, Thursday night. So let's start there. Who do you guys uh, – is Rudy Gobert going to be an all-star starter or what? Who, who do we think the starters are? Do you want me to give you my list? I can break it down for you. Yeah, break it down for me. I want to see. This, this I, wanna, I want to see. I want to see who get. I want to see who guesses it correctly. This is my list. So I got him B, Durant, Antetokounmpo. Jesus Christ, bro. Antetokounmpo. Boom. Antetokounmpo. We can say Antetokounmpo, right? Antetokounmpo. You got the Giannis. Antetokounmpo. Boom. We got it. Yeah. Bradley Bill. And I got Kyrie. People are saying whether or not Kyrie or not, but I I, I want to see Kyrie in that spot. You feel me? I don't think Kyrie will be a starter. You think? What do you think? Harden's getting Tyler, it. Tyler. Oh, oh, so we're, we're we're just saying we're just saying East right now. Huh? Yeah, yeah. We go East, 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 okay, West, okay, West. Okay. Who's the better point guard in the East than Kyrie right now, though? They're saying Harden. Some people are saying Harden. Yeah, Harden did technically go to like like point guard and Kyrie said himself I told him like Kyrie said yo when Harden came here I said you're the point guard now and Harden has absolutely been the but it's not PG right. guard it's guard guard yeah it's forward forward yeah, forward guard, guard okay okay so Tyler who do you have as your starters I've got the big three out of um Brooklyn of course I've got you know Kyrie Harden all three of them uh, start uh, yeah yeah KD and then I have got Giannis and Embiid you don't think Bradley Bill who is averaging 34 a game deserves to start do you think Bradley Bill is better is a better guard than Harden? I think Bradley Bill is having a better season than Harden. Yes, I have Brad. I have Tyler's, but I have uh, Bradley Bill over Kyrie. Harden has been averaging like fourteen times a game since he's been. No, no yeah, I hear you. And and, he, and 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 this and this may be the first time that three players are 50, 40, 90. You know what I mean? But we, we can't say Bradley Bill's one of the top five. Top Brad, 10 players Brad's a bad motherfucker. Brad's a bad motherfucker. Thirty five points a game. Um. I just don't know if I will ever take Bill over Harden in any circumstance, though. Keeping I mean, up. I'm not saying career. I'm saying now, today. Yeah, I think I think now too. I think look, like like Brett Bill is lightening it up. 
But I think that, of course, we know that Harden is one of the greatest scorers ever. I think Harden might be the best point producer we've ever seen when you factor in points per game and assists. Like, we don't see motherfuckers okay. getting 38 points per game and 16 times a game like Harden does, right? Like, I don't think anyone puts more points on the board as an individual play than Harden ever. I would say this isn't even against Harden and Bill. I think this is against Harden and Kyrie. I think that's the only two people that you could kind of interchange interchangeable in this situation. I think Bill is definitely a starter. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I mean, it's who's who's who. I think what's crazy, Kyrie's having the best Kyrie season I've seen in a long time, if not ever. You know, I mean, he's close to 50, 40, 90, if not so. He's averaging 28 a game. You know what I mean? Like, he's playing incredible. But I think it's Harden's offense. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I think that everything runs through Harden in that offense. You know what I'm saying? I think he's the most important. You might even, I don't think he's the best player on the team. I think Katie's the best player, but I think Harden's the most important player in that offense. You know what I'm saying? Um, okay, you know, so. He's glued to all of it. Exactly. How, 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 how Harden and Kyrie mesh is absolutely the most important factor on the yes. success of this team. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. So On the success of this all-star team. Um, <laughs> Jalen Brown also <laughs> obviously in the mix, but I'll, I'll be. For sure. No he's... doubt. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah. I mean, I think those three, Harden, Kyrie, Jalen Brown, I think Kyrie will be a starter. I think Kyrie should be a starter. That's what I'm saying. This is my opinion. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, no, no. I think it'd be between sure. Harden and Jalen Brown, to be honest. We're just bullshitting. There's Kyrie no money on the table. You know what right, I mean? Right, no, no one right, has a right. gun to, like. <laughs> right, right, right. right. Uh, okay. Western Conference. Uh, let me see. I actually wrote it down. I did a little bit of prep Ooh, for this podcast. Some prep, bro, right? Prepping. The first time ever. All right, I got, okay, we, got, we got LeBron, obviously. Yes. We got Jokic, who Adam Gracia, our, 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 <laughs> our producer, said that he was a boring player. Are you crazy? He's fun as hell. Jokic's fun as fuck. Yeah. I, right, I had to call I'm, him out by name. I'm, I'm, Find him on Twitter and attack him the way you attacked us. All right? <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I got Kawhi. Kawhi's having a great, great season. We can't ignore that. All right, Steph is absolutely fucking insane, bro. Like, uh, I think Steph is shooting fifty-one percent from three, fifty-eight percent. This is this last two months, fifty-eight percent from two uh, for field goal period, and then like ninety-six percent from the free throw line. Steph is fucking phenomenal. Like, he's having a historical two months. Yeah, and then I got Luca. And, and that could be interchangeable, but I got Luca. Oh, those are the, that's my five. Tyler, what do you think? Yeah, I've got um, I've I've got Steph, Luca, Braun. Um, shit, who is my four? You ain't. I don't think AD's in the top. Jokic. Yeah, yeah. AD was my guy until he until he went out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Jokic is definitely Jokic, my five. I think. Um, I think. Yeah, I mean, I think he's got that spot. I think he's got that. I don't. I don't think AD's a starter this year. I just yeah. don't. I mean, I, I don't. Per, I mean, no, even no, if he's been man, completely no. held, I don't think. I just don't think. I, I, just I, think yeah. I don't think he's had that yep. season. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he, he, he just hasn't exactly exactly that. So yeah. So um, that's about where I'm at. I I, I got Steph, um, Luca, Bron, and then Jokic at the five. And, and you got for Kawhi. the four. I'll hear. I'll like. You got whatever. Kawhi, right? Yeah. 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 Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let, let's go Kawhi at that other. Four I'm 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 with you guys on four spots, but I don't think I've got Dame over Luca. I get it. I get it, bro. I'm a. This is. I. I have a hard rule. Never root against Dame. You know what I mean? Unless, <laughs> yeah. I, I just. I just don't like. Like even when I'm rooting for the Lakers, right? And and, and see in the, in 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 uh, the the opening round of the playoffs, 
I wasn't rooting against Dane. I was rooting for Lakers. I love Dane. Yeah. You guys, you you guys know Russ is my guy. Fan. You guys know Russ is my guy. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And that that was the last game in my life. Dame Lillard waved goodbye to me ever rooting against him again. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so like when he that, put that, the Oklahoma City Thunder in a casket <laughs> as a franchise. <laughs> I, I, like I, Dame, I Dame shifted the entire landscape of the NBA in, with that shot. What? Like explain I don't, I don't that. think that. Explain that. Think explain that. that. Because that was the shot that that made PG think, yo, this might not be the move. I, you know what I mean? Like I might, I might need to ride with with Ka- you know, with Ka- Kawhi here, and you know, and that got fucking you know, um, um, Russ out of there. It got fucking Chris Paul from Houston to yep. OKC, and who's now in Phoenix. But that shot was one of the most influential shots in forming and shaping the landscape of the NBA today, as we know it. I mean, That's- what do you do when you play smart D? and somebody drops a 40-foot series ender and game ender in you do fucking grill. You, you do, do exactly, exactly right. what PG right. go. You go, you know what? You run I don't to the, be the I don't want to be the dude who takes the shot with two seconds left. And you know what? I'm a great defender, but I don't want to be the dude guarding the shot with two nope. seconds left <laughs> either. I'm going to go play with Kawhi. <laughs> exactly. Right, right, right. Because, dude, if people are shooting 40-footers to end series – like, oh, okay. to end franchises, to end franchises, to build their entire yes. franchise. Okay, see, okay, see, tried to blow that motherfucker up, and then they they got like you know they felt was watch Chris Paul up, and Chris Paul was like, nah, I'm really good, and I'm a ceiling raiser. We're gonna go seven games against the fucking Houston Rockets in the first round. But yeah, so just to be clear, in the month of February, you guys are picking Luca over the man that we're currently discussing. But this, no, this is what I'm, this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. Luca's numbers have been insane. Yeah. But the thing about that, since uh, McCollum went out, Damon's numbers have gone up crazy, right? And also, eighteen Dame's and ten, better, eighteen that, and yeah, ten without yeah, their yeah, second yeah. and third best players. Dame is better in the biggest moments, and Luca's kind of struggled, you know, when it came to like you know bigger moments. So at least this year, so. I get it. I'm just looking at the numbers alone, bro. Luca's numbers are fucking insane. As you looked at him, he's playing crazy. He's you know what I mean? So it's it's hard to it's hard to not vote for Luca. But if you're gonna if we're gonna debate him and Dame, I have no. There's no. You will not be here to. You know. Yeah, a, for a, sure. Yeah, you won't you're, hear the, you're the you're the handshake emoji on right, it. Right, right, right. Okay, <laughs> that works too. You feel me? I get you. Okay. Um, yeah, but, but yeah. Go ahead, Tyler. I was I was gonna say, but um, you know, fuck it. I I will go ahead and change my pick from Luca to Dame because I don't want Dame dropping a diss track on me. Because <laughs> that that motherfucker be rapping, bro. Please he be rapping, rapping too, cuz rapping, rapping. Please, Dame. He be rapping, rapping. I fuck too, with you, Dame. Don't don't put me in the body. And Dame you know, Petty, so. which I love that too. Dame is Dame is Petty, bro. You well, like like that's yes. a, and that's a problem for us because you know we have a connection with some of Dame's people, and so yes. he he just might you just might end up on a diss track picnic. Right, right. <laughs> hey, Dame, look, it's all love, bro. You're one of my favorite players. Uh, you know yeah. what I mean? So hey, if you're a starter, you know, hey, <laughs> you got my vote. If you aren't, you know, Luca got my vote too. You feel me? <laughs> start six guys it's the west after all i mean you know it's we have special yeah, privileges um yeah, we our, saw, you saw that shit that shit was wild as fuck. go bears not in our starting lineup how do we feel about that <laughs> i 
Moving on. on. <laughs> uh, no I more think, new buck conversations. I think, I, I think the whole uh, <laughs> no more brown ass conversations. Brown ass conversations here, chickens and Joe. Pope ass conversations. <laughs> uh, Earth tone uh, ass conversations. Uh, switching from our least favorite kind of conversation to our favorite kind of conversation, uh, Draymond Green with like one of the all time press conference rants ever for me a couple of days ago talking about the difference between the standard for teams when it comes to professionalism and players, when it comes to professionalism around trades and shit, I, John said, John said, John tweeted, he quoted, and he just said, I just like this man as a human being. <laughs> this, this is why I like him. This is why I like him. I don't always, I, I agree with Draymond a lot. I think he's extremely smart basketball wise. And I like how he, you know, how, how he moves. I agree with the man a lot, but I just feel like I just I just I just I just respect him. You know what I'm saying? Like like he, he stands ten toes. I like how he advocates. He says the things everybody else is afraid to say. And I think if in this situation, if you're rooting for corporations to play by different rules, because that's, that's what they are. No, that's what they are. The Jazz versus Clippers play tonight. It might as well be with Covia versus fucking Edward Jones. Okay, that's a fact. All right, you're rooting rooting for billionaires to be able to do more billionaire shit than people to be in, in, in the land of the free to be able to move how they want to move. Bro, I'm not fucking with you, and you might have to question, you know, some serious things about yourself. I mean, I my I just like the fact that he's saying, yo. We should all play by the same rules. The game is dirty. You know what I'm saying? The system is fucked up. Maybe what the right way of doing things was never right. Maybe the right way is wrong. And all I just want, all he's saying is like, let's just all play by the same rules. And I fuck with that. And if, if anybody has a problem with that, you might have to question yourself. You know, I, it's as simple as this. I've said this so many times that the reason, like I was a, lifelong Knicks fan before I said fuck this shit but I was a I was a Bron fan from like 2007 from that 25 straight from Detroit like you know people I said the whole that's when I decided to stand shit and that's a meme that is legit <laughs> when I started to stand for Bron that 25 straight from versus Detroit in 07 and so I've been a Bron fan for fucking you know so many years and I've just abandoned the Knicks and I've just been a Bron guy since then and my whole thing is that even no no matter how much you want to separate yourself from this if you're a fan of a team, you are supporting the ownership of that team. Mm -hmm. Even if you criticize it, even if you don't like it, because this is the same shit as, as we all know, Amazon is inhumane. You know, they have terrible business practices, but we still fuck with that Amazon prime, right? There's no way you can say that you support some shit and don't fuck with the ownership. You know what I'm saying? Because the yeah, ownership yeah. is directly, you, you, the ownership directly benefits from your support. They get a hundred dollars from me every year. Yep. hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, regardless of how you try to put that, that convenience, convenience, you know what I mean? That, that exactly. Is. Regardless of how you try to distance yourself from the ownership, regardless of how shitty or how inept it might be, if you support that team, you support the ownership because they 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 are the ones who benefit from your support in the long run at the, at the end zone. Um, but I I it it just kind of feels like like with um you know with with this shit right here that it's like. God damn, I don't even know how to verbalize this shit. Bro, <laughs> black people empowering themselves and people don't like it. Yeah, that's basically- It's, 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 a, it's a predominantly black league 
You know what I mean? They're empowering themselves against a, a the ownership that's predominantly white. And people are like, that's not the right way to do it. It's bullshit. The right way to do it is whatever way it takes me to get what you want. That's the fucking right way. If 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 if, if uh Harden dogged it, you know, dogged it through like you know, through Houston to get to the to where he's at now, he did the fucking right thing. Fuck what the owners feel because if they, they would have sucked every they would have sucked hard and dry if they could, okay? When they can't use it anymore, they kick you to the curb. They move these players around with no regard. You saw what they did with Drummond, set his ass down as soon as they wanted to trade his ass, right? Well, a player not wanting to play anymore himself and good enough to push a, a trade, he should take advantage of that shit. I just knocked my water off the damn <laughs> test because I'm so after about this shit. But I just don't see how, you know, anybody can root against somebody using their own power to, 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 to control themselves and their destiny. You know what let, I mean? Let me just say you cannot find a sports franchise in the world, but certainly not in America, that has not pulled a business move on a player. Right? It's a business. It's and always a because business they're, because the player they're treats himself like a businessman. Right. The player is also a business. A business. <laughs> His biggest asset is himself. And when he protects, and when he, when he you know, flexes his power or protects his asset in some way, it's always a problem. You know, no, that's not the problem, bro. You're the problem. You know what I mean? Or the system's the problem. The system, it's, it's, it's a dirty game, but everybody playing by the same rules is it's, it's not allowed? That's crazy. I just, I just don't get it, bro. I'm never going to root, like I said, I'll never root against corporations when it comes to humans. You know right, what I mean? I'm sure. never, and, I'm, and I'm never rooting for billionaires, the fuck? <laughs> I Tyler, think billionaires themselves, the, the, the fact that somebody's a billionaire is inhumane. Tyler, what were you going to say? Uh, I was going to say that... Um... We see the difference in how motherfuckers react when, when there is a a a team that sits their player to to not risk injury and, and to, to keep their trade value high, versus a player saying, "Yo, I don't want to play anymore. See, I'll get me out of here." You know what I mean? Same for right. the same reason. Right. Like, exactly. Like we just saw the whole backlash with Duke's Jalen Johnson was like, "Bro, we're not winning shit this year. Sit me the fuck we out. Might I'll the all I might not even make the tourney this right? year. We might not even make the fucking tourney this year." Right, we, we might be some NIT motherfuckers. I've got enough film on me that NBA scouts know who I am. Why do I need to keep playing? And, and I gave you me I for free for long enough. For free. Now I'm preserving for myself for when I can get paid. He is exactly. his greatest asset, and he's protecting exactly. himself. We call anybody else, that's a businessman. A player does it, and he's doing the wrong way. He's a quitter. Fuck that. That's not, that's not the way this well, works. everything about that. The, the college basketball media went further than calling him a quitter. I think Jay Billis called him a coward, didn't he? It's bullshit, bro. bro. Like, that, bro. That, is, that is so ridiculous. And also, let's, the kid is, what, 18, 19? And your old ass is calling him a coward because he knows his worth and values himself? That's cowardly in itself. In itself, that's a cowardly thing to do. You know what I'm saying? That's ridiculous. I feel like that. I feel like there's no word that will make me tap out quicker on your sports take than hearing the word coward. Because that or shit is classless. rooted in fucking... Or yeah, yeah, coward, coward and class. That shit is rooted in like 
fucking 50s ideations of masculinity and shit. Like, bro, it's fucking 2021. Motherfuckers are protecting themselves and their earning potential. I don't give a fuck about who you think is a coward or class. They talk about scholarships a lot. They talk about scholarships a lot. Every player every year is vying for their scholarship. If they don't play good that year, the team could take the scholarship. It's happened before. Well, players are not guaranteed scholarships. You know what I'm saying? So can you not evaluate this situation and be like, yo, this ain't working for me. Y'all didn't do what y'all were supposed to do recruiting. You know what I mean? So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna tell, you know, I'm gonna value myself, seeing it's not working for me, and it's and it's pointless for me to continue to play. I'm gonna sit down and set myself up for the future. But that listen, is a listen. great business decision. What are you talking about? Because this is not this is a dude who made a business decision. He's I'm not Period. sitting out I'm not sitting out of a Final Four game. I'm sitting out of the NIT. Boom. <laughs> Boom. The fucking not in tournament and and until they start paying the players (laughs) above the table until players get paid above the table. You're talking to me about my Saturday volunteer job. You know what I mean? Right. You're talking about picking up trash at the park. Right. 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 (laughs) You can't call a man a coward for saying I'm going to wait and make millions of dollars to do this. (laughs) Vince Goodwill said this. He said it perfectly. You quit. You can't quit a job you're not getting paid for. <laughs> it's not a job. What are you quitting? What are you quitting? What are you quitting? What? You're, you're just not showing up anymore. You're doing that. Right, you're not right. quitting. You're not volunteering <laughs> yeah, yeah, anymore. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're, you're, I'm not you're just not you gonna. You're just not gonna be there. You're just not gonna right, be on the schedule anymore. Right, That's not right. quitting, bro. I'm going where I can get paid, and I'm making sure I get paid the best I can. What the fuck? Cowardly. That's insane to me. But he That's didn't insane. say, just, but, but, he, but he doesn't come out and say that, um, you know, no one comes out and says, as Draymond pointed out, an NBA team who's decided they're going to trade the Pistons are going to trade Blake Griffin. We're going we're gonna to have you sit because if you blow your knee out in the next game, we're not going to have any trade value for you. It's a smart business decision on the Pistons part. It's a smart business decision on Blake Griffin's part because his body is his product. That is what he has. As you said, it's his greatest asset. That's what he has to try and get himself into the professional situation he wants. Pro sports, first of all, to get back to John's point just briefly, the whole thing is so screwed up that you will not find any other profession in the world. Any other industry, period. Where the most talented young people are are given employment rights by the worst employers. If you're the worst team in football, you get to pick (laughs) <laughs> Trevor Lawrence, right? Right. right. Like, Ima- it, it, imagine if we like, had a it, battle of the bands and you you say, okay, you're the best singer in America at 19 years old. You are gonna sign with the worst record company, and they have the exclusive rights to your career <laughs> for a certain amount exactly. of years. Like it, and it, it, even it, though they're yeah, what it, they do, you have to deal with that. You know what I mean? Not yeah. like you know, and, and also it like, will be like it will be like I was gonna say it would be like imagine if you're the best fucking 22 year old coder in the fucking world and you can't go to Apple or Microsoft, you gotta go to Candy Crush. Like that's exactly <laughs> what the fucking NBA draft is. You gotta go work is, for dog. Bing. <laughs> yeah, you gotta go work for Bing, <laughs> right? Yes, that's exactly what the NBA draft is when you examine it. Yes, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. And I think like like you know like like why is that cowardly? Like it's cowardly. What's cowardly about it? You know, Jay, you're making me, you know, this, this is why I, I hate that I'm a Duke fan. Shit just like this. 
I despise it. That's your people, though, dog. That, that, that's motherfucker, that ain't my people. That, that's your Get your people in check. Yeah, hey, look, look, that's look, your look, people look. in line, Joe. Hey, we all got family members we don't fuck with. You feel me? Look. <laughs> we, you know what I mean? We connected, but we ain't. You know what I mean? We choose our people, and I ain't chose that man there. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> He must have uh, ran out of Jeezy lyrics to to, to, to tweet. You know, <laughs> back to calling people cowards for empowering themselves. Insanity. Get out of here. Bro, that, that motherfucker was Googling and copying and pasting those Jeezy lyrics anyway. Yeah, there was when, when, he dropped he the, posted, when he dropped yeah. the nigga. Then we dropped the end. Yeah, he dropped the nigga. And we was like, bro, what the fuck? Like, oh, I'm sorry. A copy and paste oh, thing. Right. We know you ain't listen to Jeezy. Capping anyway, ass, bro. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. a fraud. I'm a Jeezy stand. He was calling. But this, shit. this is what bothers me too. This is what bothers me too. The media takes when, when we start questioning people's character for these decisions, right? That's bothersome. That's bothersome. You know what I mean? Like if they go out and break the law, that's one thing. But to question somebody's character for you know making solid business decisions, you know you're you're really you're calling them calling them cowardly. That type of shit. What, what, you know what, bothers, I mean? like, what, what bothers me about it, and you guys know, you know, in Long Beach, I've gotten to cover a ton of, you know, all-star caliber athletes in multiple sports when they were in high school and college, right? Everything about these decisions is informed by how much money a kid's family has. Every single decision. There was one year we covered two kids that were both drafted in the first two rounds of Major League Baseball. One kid came from a poor family. One kid came from a wealthy family. The kid from the wealthy family got a higher signing bonus because the major league baseball team knew that his family would need that. He would need would that be happy to send right. him to college. Right, right, right. They'd right. be happy to send him to college for three years rather than go pro. So he got a higher signing bonus. His family took that signing bonus and invested it in, in, re, in rental real estate for him. He's got money for the rest of his life. The kid who came from the poorer family, he got like six figures less on the signing bonus because they knew this motherfucker does not want to go to USC for three years. He's trying to get paid right now because his family needs the money. So he got less money, right? That's day one as a professional Bro, athlete. And if you want to talk about basketball, football, all that magnifies all the way out. And as you said, it's always the athlete that's expected to be the one who is satisfied. To take the high road, to do right. it the right way. In well, a, fuck in, the in, right way because the right careers, way ain't never worked. It ain't never been the right way. An average of three to five years depending on the sport. <laughs> the right way makes billionaires more billionaire. Fuck that way. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Point blank. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, just, and yeah, these and, guys and, are sharks. And, and fuck that coward shit. Like, there's a big difference between like saying, "What the fuck do I have to gain from playing UNC Wilmington?" and not being afraid and being afraid to hop off the fucking boat when they storm the beaches of Normandy. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> fuck that coward <laughs> shit, bro. This is basketball. This is a sport. Board. Dude. And, yeah, and, and more importantly, that. it's a business. More importantly, exactly. it's a business. And it's not cowardly to pr protect, to protect your, your greatest asset, percent. which is you. Yes. Nothing exactly. cowardly about exactly. that. That's actually smart and intelligent. Yeah. Um, and yeah, for you to, to, to that. do yeah. that, to, 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 de to be deranged enough to, to, to say that's cowardly, that's questionable. It's, uh, yeah. Kenny fuck Smith. That, fuck that word and fuck that phrase. Like I said, whenever I hear that shit, I just tap out, bro. Right. You ain't, you ain't my, you know, you ain't, we ain't speaking the same language. We don't have the same moral foundation. You feel me? Uh, Kenny, the jet Smith, my, probably my favorite quote from a sports media personality ever. He's, I don't question motivation and character. I will say 
He's like, no, he's people get mad at Shaq. They get mad at Chuck. They never get mad at me because I don't ever say James Harden doesn't play defense because he's soft. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to put the film up and say he's not playing defense right here. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Talk about the there game. Right. Talk that's, about the all, way they that, play. And that's like, all you they, need like, to do. Now, it's the same to, thing with, with Kyrie. Like, you know what I'm saying? We get into these things about Kyrie's this, Kyrie's that. You know, like, no. Kyrie's human. And he's more like you than us, than most other players. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, it's just, it's just like, we, we have these. What, okay, John just said standards is ridiculous. John just said talk about the game. Uh, Listen, Tyler, oh, go ahead, bro. Go ahead. I, I, I was gonna say Kyrie is what what twenty nine, and we all know he's smoking a tremendous amount of weed, <laughs> and he's got like the internet. Listen, 29 me smoked a tremendous amount of weed, and I did not have the internet that Kyrie has. If I was twenty nine smoking the weed with twenty twenty one internet, I would probably be just like Kyrie too. I ain't even gonna lie to y'all, bro. All some hey, real shit. Kyrie's smoking so much weed, he came to the game with a walking stick the other day, bro. Yes, <laughs> yes. And good he for Kyrie. And good for him because, bro, he had a whole um Lakota naming ceremony where he was like named Little Mountain and all that. So I think that's yeah, part yeah. of that. But yeah, good for Kyrie, man. Embrace oh, that, okay. Bro. I just Live thought it was life. You've earned the right to do that. I, I, yeah, exactly. Find yourself whenever you can, bro. Right, However, bro. This life hard, dog. I'm happy Any for level. you ever and whenever you get there. Right. Um, exactly. John said, "Just talk about the game." Tyler sent us a clip that was. I, I, it was one of my favorite interview clips I've seen. It was the Hawks coach Lloyd Pierce was asked, how are you going to get into them defensively? And he just was like, I don't know what kind of a move he was in that day, but uh, why, don't, why don't you walk it, walk us I'm through it, Tyler? It <laughs> bro, bro. Um, first off, like, like post-production or whatever, we need to have that, that audio here because Nothing I'm saying is gonna we're saying is gonna resonate if they don't hear how fucking thorough he was and all that shit. But yeah, um he killed that shit. And and you know what? I wasn't impressed by his knowledge because of course he's an NBA coach. He should have this type of knowledge, yeah. right? I was impressed by how that was kind of um a glimpse into how we probably do not get the best answers from athletes and coaches because motherfuckers don't know the questions to ask. And even then, that wasn't a good question that was asked. That was, um, you know, this coach being fed up with the bullshit questions he was getting. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Well, so that's that, what let, I but, let, let me point out there. The re- I also felt like the reporter was kind of fed up with the bullshit answers he was getting. Where, you know, the coach said, he said, we have to make them feel us. And so the reporter goes, well, what do you mean by Define that? Define that. Right, Def- right. Tell me, like, explain that to me, right? But he, but he kind of was like, you don't get the definition. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, here's the definition. And yeah, I mean, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I I, I, I thought it I thought it was great. I thought it was great. I think the internet has made it an interesting time for sports coverage because you have a growing segment of people that want to pretend to be GMs and are talking about trade exceptions and the minutia. Like you see Nate Jones fielding questions on Twitter of people wanting to know the letter of every detail in these contracts. And then you also have people like, you know, maybe older people in our family or something. They're just like, I don't want to hear all that shit on the broadcast. You know what I mean? Like, I just want to watch the game. And I don't know, as people get further apart in terms of what they're looking for, like, I think it's an interesting challenge for not just for the media, but for coaches, right? Lloyd Pierce, there's probably a ton of Hawks fans who really want you to break that shit down for them. You know what I mean? (laughs) And, and, and while we're here, shouts to Nate Jones, because he's so fucking smart and he, 
and he makes smart shit understandable, which is like, and that's, I think that's, yeah, I, yeah, that's when you're truly smart, when you can make complicated shit understandable. So shouts to Nate there. But yes, I am totally with you on that. And um, th- that answer from Lloyd Pierce felt like, you know, it was an answer where he was just, you know, he was like, yo, bro, I'm just tired of answering these bullshit questions. So <laughs> I'm just going to fucking speak in a monotone about all the shit we practice on every day without even fucking looking at my notepad, just running off shit off the top of my head. Like, mm-hmm. blah, blah, you know, so yeah, th- it was, that was an interesting in uh, qu- answer just for that, because I felt like that was, that was Lloyd Pierce showing us the tip of the iceberg that we get a lot of the times in these interviews. I feel like basketball more than any other sport, there's more happening underneath the surface where, you know, if you really go sit in a film breakdown with an NBA or an NCAA coach, you are going to watch a sport that you have not <laughs> seen before. Yeah. Unless you played at a high level or you've yeah, been lucky yeah. enough to sit in on some of those sessions. Yeah. It's just completely, I mean, to the extent, and I've heard I think that's um, most sports though, honestly. Yeah. But football, football and baseball, you know, I feel like, uh, most diehard baseball fans played baseball, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I don't know. I, I just think basketball, I think Draymond's made this point that he's like, a lot of the times you'll be listening to the broadcast and they'll be blaming the wrong person for missing a defensive assignment, you mm-hmm. know? And he's like, and these are guys who were championship coaches or championship mm-hmm. players, but it's mm-hmm. just, they don't know what we're running. The they rotations. Don't know the, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I, I don't know. I'm, I'm very interested in all that, but I think uh, we're going to talk a little, a little tennis. But wait, wait, tennis talk. I think when you get to a certain level, in, yeah. as far as a pro, the game's totally different. So maybe I played in high school, maybe I played in college. You know what I mean? But the way you approach the game as a pro is just so different. We talked about this. Like when I hear people in golf talking about, I'm only playing golf six months, whatever. But when I hear people talking talking about golf, like that are pros, they sound totally different from my homies out here that played in college that I played with. You know what I'm saying? Like they are, but they so played I, a different sport. They right. play a, it, it sounds like a different, totally different sport. You know what I mean? So I think that's for most pro sports, you know, uh, as far as like when you get into those behind the scenes conversations, it, it, we, we, we don't have those conversations normally and probably never have. I, and most that's people right. will probably be bored to fucking death by him to be complete. Like LeBron James, when it comes to basketball, he's very talented. But he's how, also a geek on, in a certain way. You know what I mean? He's a huge geek. And how much would you pay for a one-hour conversation of just to watch it on TV, a Bron explaining what happened in a finals game? You know I mean, what I'm saying? Me, like, I'm yeah. a nerd. So <laughs> I would pay. No, you'd like, pay a lot. LeBron, I'd probably pay a yeah. month's worth. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I'll probably I, I would I would I would I would I would pay at least rent rent's worth LA rent. You bro, know what I mean? Bro, For hours. Bro, yeah. I'm not playing. I'm dead ass serious right now. Bro, LeBron has said that he has um, you know, put matchups on 2K and simulated shit and watched that shit play out to see how shit will work out. Like that motherfucker is a nerd on a whole different fucking level, bro. That's a nerd. That's a nerd. When I saw LeBron play, this is when I knew he was on a different level. I saw LeBron throw a cross-court pass to Kevin Love. He was playing the Hawks. And he threw it before the defense shifted. Like, at a, the defense shifted, like, right as the ball passed the player. Right? You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, what the fuck? 
Bro, he might I... know their he might know their defense assignments or how they run their defense as good as the player that's on the or team better. knows it or better. Yes. Bro, one of my favorite Bron stories is a J.R. Smith story where he said that he would learn where all of his teammates like to start their shooting motion from. Like Jarrah said, he liked to start shooting motion from the waist. And he said, Bron always hit him at the waist. And he said, you know, um, um, people like RJ would like to start their shooting motion from, from the chest. And Bron always hit him at the chest. Like little shit like that shows you how much of a basketball nerd this motherfucker is, man. I mean, but that's that's what trips me out about certain shooters like um, Clay Thompson. Wherever Clay catches it, he's letting that ball. He, he has no glitch in his shot. He doesn't catch it and put it in a particular way and then shoot it. He catches it, put it, puts it right in his pocket and lets that motherfucker go. You know what I mean? Like, I, that's, I, so little things like that, I'll be like, you know, he put it right in the pocket. Look at, you know, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just so delicious to me. When I see a player that get, catches a ball, puts it right in the pocket and lets it go, there's no glitch, there's no gathering himself. I mean, I watched, I watched Clay's, was it 36? Was it 36 and a quarter? Right, yeah, yeah. I had goosebumps like oh, it was like three weeks ago. I had goosebumps watching, just seeing him catch and let that motherfucker fly. You know what I mean? But yeah, anyway, move on. Uh, uh, 37, and, 37 and one and one quarter off of like what six dribbles, six dribbles. I think he had like 60, 61, yeah. 62 off of eleven dribbles. I mean that dude. <laughs> we, more, hey, bro, Clay Thompson. I'm ready for him back in the league. Just get healthy, please. It's um, beautiful to watch. Bro, I, I I don't think I don't think I don't think there's anyone who has a hotter hand when they're hot than Clay Thompson oh, no, no, in no. NBA history. And, and he, I, I would say he's like he's not the to me he's not the best. Obviously, Steph's the best shooter of all time, right? You know what I mean? But like when if you're yeah. drawing out, I've all, I consistently say this: you drawing out, like if you're creating a diagram of what a jumper should look like, how somebody should shoot, it's Clay Thompson. Yeah, Clay Thompson has the most fundamentally sound jumper I've ever seen. It is perfect it is literally a perfect jumper yeah. and not only he, that he catches it and puts it right in his pocket unless that the release is so quick it's not it's not he is absolutely abnormal he's an anomaly i've never i mean it's yeah it's special clay clay is one of those players where he he capitalizes off of you know how defenses are honing in on stuff and he's not someone who you you scheme as the first option but he's someone who when he has that hot hand you throw all that shit out the window and it's time to just feed clay bro that's who Clay is. And, he, and from anywhere, from anywhere, yeah. it's money. I mean, I'm watching that quarter and I'm, I got chills. I got chills. I'm like, how can a human be this good on that level? He is a freak. It's crazy. Jenkins and Jones is proud to be presented by FanDuel. Never played FanDuel Fantasy before? Great! Exclamation point. FanDuel is offering up to a $500 bonus instantly when you make your first deposit with our 20% deposit match. Why do you play on FanDuel? Uh, FanDuel Fantasy is an easy app to use. That's why I use it. I like that you can pick a new team every game. And uh, I like competing for cash payouts because cash payouts are fun. FanDuel is offering new users a deposit match of up to $500 when you make your first deposit. Go to FanDuel.com slash cowherd for more info. FanDuel.com slash Coward. FanDuel, more ways to win. Speaking of uh, crazy, unbelievable, uh, goat-level shit, we watched Serena and uh, and the young goat earlier, right before mm-hmm. we were uh, right before we started recording. I'm fully, uh, I am fully a like it's Naomi Osaka's time, Stan. 
I know John disagreed with me. The ancestors will not let me give up on yes. Serena yet. <laughs> it feels illegal to root for Serena right now. Okay. Listen, I listen, love bro. Naomi. I love her so much. I'm, I, I need Serena to get that one more. You know what I mean? Bro, bro. I, I tweeted out a tweet way back in like 2013 that, you know, d- during um, a Sunday w- when Serena was playing, I was, and I said, Serena's playing. If you're black, call your mom and tell her. And I got so many retweets off like, yo, I do this all the time. Like Serena means that much to black people, bro. Like it's, it's like, even, even tonight, like after, you know, um, Naomi bounced Serena and shots Naomi. I love Naomi. She's so like, good. I, She's incredible. So incredible. And I called my mom up and I like, you know, hit her up because my mom wants me to call her every time some big shit goes down in Serena's career. Right. <laughs> so I called her and, you know, we had that conversation after that, but yeah, it's, it's, um, it might be, it might be the passing of the torch. I, I, I want Naomi to be as great as she is, but I'm not sure she'll ever be as great as Serena. Serena was, she's a one-on-one dog. I mean, she's a goat. I, I don't even think that's the yeah, question. she's the goat. You know, yeah. I, I, I mean, that's not the question. I mean, I, like, she, she might be the goat of goats. You know what I mean? Right. Like, that's how good Serena is. So like, she might be the best athlete I've ever seen. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I just, I just, I, regardless of that, it just, it's just for the culture. I, you know, it feels extremely illegal to root against Serena. And that's the thing, like, I feel bad for root, for, for not rooting for Naomi because I really, really like Naomi. As soon as the Serena tires, retires, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, 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 a, I'm, a, I'm a flag waving member, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Card carrying member of Naomi's fan club, you feel me? But until then, it feels just, it, it feels illegal. Like it's, I'm breaking <laughs> laws. Sp- I'm, I'm bound spiritually. To Serena's success, you know what I mean. So, I feel you. Not there yet, but I mean, dude, I, I, I did. I, I wish I, we didn't have to be so divided on Black History. Man. I did. You know I, what mean, I mean, I, right. I, I wish. It's I wish they'd been on opposite sides of the draw. You know. What oh I mean? no it's doubt. Like, but I mean, even if they were, you know, we would see probably see them in the finals, and it, it, it would still be heartbreaking. I, I did. I it mean, is. Naomi like, was dominant. She was dominant. It didn't. There, feel there, that were, close. there were there were a couple of stretches there where she put it down. She just like put the pedal to the metal on the serves. You were just like, oh, there's that generational <laughs> gap, bro. Yeah, like, yeah. Even it's, against the goat, you know what I mean? Against the goat, even against. But the goat. I, I I do. I mean, the margins of error are so thin on tennis. I thought it was crazy. Like I saw people all over Twitter talking about like, oh, it's the passing of the torch, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It's like Serena's still in the semis of a Grand Slam right now. She's still ninth <laughs> in the world. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Like, world Planet. Yeah, she didn't lose in the she didn't lose in the round of sixty four. You know what I'm saying? Like Jordan <laughs> with the Wizards. Okay, <laughs> she's top ten on the planet. Stop it. She has time. So we'll see. I'll be interested to see how that plays out. Um, I want to talk about the craziest contract that I that I've ever seen, bro. Dude, John doesn't give a fuck about. Th- John doesn't give a fuck about. I this. played ten <laughs> years of baseball, dude. I played it. I played, Yo, did you uh, make a quarter of a billion dollars? No, 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 I'm saying, no, I'm saying, I'm saying, no, I was, I was the first draft pick in Little League, though, a number of times, you know what I mean? And I was, I played traveling team and shit. I played the game, you know what I mean? It's just like, dog, we, we talk about like people loving him, you know what I mean? And diversifying the league and all that, whatever. Oh, so what we're talking about is Tatis today signed yeah. a 12 year, $340 million it's, contract. It's too expensive to play years, for this to be what diversifies the league. You know what I mean? Like when Ozzy Smith was like funding, you know, uh, fields and like 
the hood in St. Louis and all that. I mean, that's because the stuff the stuff's gonna help. But like the the game's too expensive. Like bats, helmets, cleats, gloves, all that stuff. With basketball, all you need is a hoop. They start everywhere, and you need a basketball. You know what I mean? The I game mean, is expensive to play. To, I don't and disagree, all, especially I, at a competitive I, level. I don't disagree with you, and I've written quite a bit about Major League Baseball's failure to take care of black athletes, and and the fact that Major League Baseball turned its back on the black community is a big part of why they've had the problems they've had with an aging fan base, etc. But I mean, I know Tatis comes from a major league lineage, but like it's, they don't have a lot of money in the Dominican either. <laughs> you know, but, you, you also, know, you know but, what I'm saying? But bro? they like, have baseball fields. Like we have basketball courts here. You right. know what I mean? Like you play baseball in the Dominican. Right. For sure. You know but I'm mean? just saying it's like in the DR, you play baseball. You don't, you I'm don't, just you saying, don't, it's, you know, I'm just saying it's, it's it, one of the things I like about Tatis's story is, I mean, first of all, he's cool. And I don't know the last time I saw a baseball player who not that I thought was cool or that we thought was cool, but that high school kids thought was cool. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's a and baseball like, player. Doesn't look like a baseball player. Right. I've seen more kids on Instagram talking about MLB, the show, since they said they're putting Tatis on the cover at 22 years old. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Then it's just, it just, he just feels like a different, a different story, but so so, so 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 stop it what is Tatis's story like is he from PR DR whatever like yeah, he's I am from, not he's, he's from the Dominican um he, the the story is just like I probably I would I would say his his comparison outside of baseball would probably be like a Pat Mahomes he also comes from like his dad was a major leaguer mm-hmm. um so he has a history but he's just doing stuff at 22 I think I sent you guys a clip where you know, he's a, um, he's playing, uh, uh, infield he's in the interior and he had a throw to first base on a double play that the ball went like 101 miles an hour or something. And he's not on a mound. You know what I'm saying? Like he's not yeah. on a mound in stride. Like he stepped what? on second. And I think you guys this clip. So he stepped, <laughs> he, okay, he stepped wait, 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 on wait. the back. I want to say he threw it 98, 99 miles he an hour. He jumped in the air oh. and shot that motherfucker out of a cannon. Stepped on second, back. Like, so the first baseman was like moved back by catching the ball, right? You know, just every time he, I'm watching the Dodgers go up against. I'm I'm watching the Dodgers go up against him, and we're Shar and I are laughing every time they're playing the Padres because you're just like, does this motherfucker bat six times in this lineup? Like he's always up and he's always going yard. I would hate to be that first (laughs) baseman. Oh man, catching that heat, black and blue. But he's different. (laughs) I mean, from like thirty feet away at that, right? Yeah. So no, he's just he he's an insane talent, which is why I've never seen a contract like this. We talk about how crazy Mahomes' contract was and some of these other deals, but this dude at $340 million on a 14-year deal, to put that in perspective, LeBron James is the only NBA player in history with more than $340 million in career earnings. <laughs> That's, That's crazy. That's crazy. He's 22. He's 22. Like he hasn't won an MVP. Like you can just see this stuff in front of him. But it's crazy to get that kind of in in, in the MLB. Has he? He. he, This is this will be his third season. This will be his third season. Yeah, yeah. So it's there's some crazy shit. And I did see I did see some uh, people in my orbit passing that around, (laughs) where they've got kids playing basketball and baseball going. We might want to, I don't know. We might want to switch I mean, things up down here. Baseball in Long Beach, and basketball is you can be somewhat human and still be a professional baseball player. 
You have to be an alien to be a professional basketball. Like player. if you bumped into, we talked about this before. If you bumped into Mookie Betts at Whole Foods and you'd never watched any baseball, you would not think that man was worth, you know, you would not think that's a quarter of a billion dollars of athletic talent. You might have bumped into Mookie Betts and not know right. you bumped into Mookie Betts. <laughs> right. And you but, know, if you, you ain't going to just bump it to a Giannis and not know who to put. But, 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 <laughs> not even Giannis. If you see favors, favors, favors right? if you see favors, favors at, at damn uh, Trader Joe's, you know that man plays in the league. You know what I mean? But there are, you know, like, you know, incredible, like the, the best baseball player of all time, potentially. If I walked by him, I never, I, I wouldn't know, you know. You talking about Mike Trout? I wouldn't know Mike Trout. I wouldn't right. know. Right. You know what I mean, I might have seen Mike Trout at Top Golf. I might have seen him. I might have seen him <laughs> on the course, actually. <laughs> I wouldn't know, though. And you're in Southern California, too. You might have. I might have seen him playing Harding. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, bro, bro, listen, listen. Mike Trout could break into my house right now, and I would hold that motherfucker at gunpoint until the cops came. Like, I have no idea what right. the fuck Mike Trout looks like. Right. Like, I gotta, I've I gotta seen Mike Trout that. so many times, and I still don't know what he looks like, dog. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Crazy. Tatis, <laughs> Tatis is one of those dudes that you would see him. I'm going to hold this up to the camera so you can see. He's one of those dudes. He looks like a famous athlete. Oh, yeah, yeah no doubt. He's, he's got and that's the, what's he's different about him. Red. Him and Aaron Judge look like they should be famous athletes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, Those are the two baseball players. And he's, let's see, Tatis is 6'3", 220. You know, so he's... That's a human. I mean, that's a big human, but... You're stretching that's more the, human you're... than basketball players are human. You know what I mean? He's Steph... Yeah. Like, he's he looks like the biggest baseball player in the world, and he's basically Steph Curry. Yeah, yeah who, who, who everybody <laughs> right. loved because they were... Because he was diminutive, right? Right, right. <laughs> you know, he's a little guy. We can't, you know what I mean? Come on, man. I just got a text from our producer, Brittany, that Steph just had a dagger in overtime to put the Warriors up over bro. the heat. <sighs> With the shimmy. Hey, hey, bro, like, dog, yeah, I, I was, I was going to watch that. I was watching that game until I saw uh, uh, that, that Serena and them were playing. But I, I, was, I just didn't want to miss Steph playing. I just, it just it's, it, you, you're, you're doing yourself. You're, just, you, you, you're not helping. If you like basketball, you want to watch Steph play, especially now yeah. it's going crazy. Of course. Sure. You know what I mean? um okay we got a couple other topics before before we wrap up uh tyler had uh i love this tweet about the new cruella deville movie (laughs) i just wanted i I just wanted to i just wanted to chime in and uh, give him some space because yes why do movie companies think that humanizing evil people is like the the wave where's that coming from bro Bro, bro, like, listen, man, I am all for new spins on, 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 you know, fucking commonly held, like, fucking stories that have infiltrated the American zeitgeist, or whatever the fuck you want to call it, American culture, right? And 101 Dalmatians, yes, <laughs> and 101 Dalmatians is absolutely a story that is, you know, infiltrated American culture. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows what fucking 101 Dalmatians is about, mm-hmm. but- you cannot like the whole you you cannot humanize and try to play the whole oh she's just a misunderstood antihero. I guess a motherfucker who wanted to skin a hundred ninety-nine puppies and then two parents, because that's the hundred and one there. 
At that point, point we can say, fuck the other side. You know what right. I mean? And, and you care, you know what I mean? No. That's the point. When you're trying to, to skin 101 dogs. And do yeah. Like, can we, bro, yeah, bro, is that, can, at that point, is we that can say, fuck the what they went through. That's an right. evil ass motherfucker right, right there. Is you that know what I mean? We can draw the line. Can we draw the line, please, at a motherfucker who's down to murder, mass murder, 100 puppies? Like, <laughs> Like, can we please draw the line? Right. And I'm someone, and I'm someone who thoroughly enjoys the retelling of stories from other perspectives. And I honestly feel like the um the the moment that started this was was wicked back like 15 years ago. When yep. we when we saw Oz through the perspective of you know the, the wicked witch of the West. And I and I felt her on that. I was like, yeah, this motherfucker just, just popped up. Dropped her house on your homie, and you're like, "Fuck this lady." And, and she's supposed that. to be sweet after that. Of course it ain't. <laughs> of course it ain't sweet after right. that. You know what I mean? Right. I get that. I get that. We, we cannot say that a woman. Who, yeah, we cannot say that a woman who wanted to kill 99 puppies is 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 worthy of hearing her side out. No, you want to court the streets of Oz. Yeah. I, I just also I don't understand. I mean, I understand. I, I do get that it's like we just live in an intellectual property world, right? So they're like, we can't just remake 101 Dalmatians. Let's retell it from Cruella's perspective or whatever. I understand the business behind it, but what I don't get about they did a Grinch movie like this too. That was like, here's the childhood that the Grinch had, and like this is why he's so grumpy or whatever. And, and it's that like, worked for the Grinch. So many, myself included. Like sympathize with the Grinch after that because fuck those yeah, people. but but fuck like on the whole, do do we not agree as a society that like you know it's it's like it's a Heath Ledger Joker that like the the coolest villains are the ones where it's like oh they're just crazy you know or like Hannibal Lecter is the same thing right it's like mm-hmm. yeah and so I I, I don't Hannibal. understand it's like why do I need to know that um like a dog bit her and that's why she wants to skin the puppies or you know what I'm saying like why she can't just be like <laughs> the bad guy. <laughs> I don't know. Right. Motherfuck- motherfuckers really don't want to enjoy characters who they feel are just horrible. And I am not one of those people. No, like, Hannibal I, I, is yeah. horrible. And I love I so many terrible characters. Love Hannibal Lecter. Well, that's the thing. I the think way he do. I, no, I think those are the most beautiful popular villains. Me. Those have always yeah, yeah. been the most popular yeah, villains. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, the yeah. people making movies think people don't want to enjoy. No, 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 no. Yeah, I, I'll be honest. A lot of times in movies, I'm not rooting for the guy you think I'm rooting for, <laughs> or maybe I'm supposed to be. You know what I mean? Somebody is anyone to get root- away- is, is anyone rooting for the teenagers to kill Jason? You know what I'm saying? Like they don't put the teenagers. The name yeah, of the movie's exactly. not the teenagers. Right, right, right. right. Not the teenagers I've part never eight. Thought about the that. teenagers. You know what I'm saying? Give me that gore. You feel me? The hills have eyes. I want all of that. You know what I mean? I don't root for the weirdo that does some dumbass shit in the middle of nowhere. They earn that. But yeah, um, I think it might be lazy writing if you want to make your villain someone who appeals to people because like i don't even want to talk about the show that we all decided didn't exist i knew this was on the front of your brain we deserve better than love it's still the middle of the I, week man i i will say i loved cersei and i never once tried to paint her as virtuous or misunderstood i loved how devoted she was to being terrible i love that about her i love that she love didn't give up cersei he did. He, he was a Cersei stand, dog. 
I was a Cersei stand. He was a Cersei and, stand, dog. And I and never she died to... in fucking rubble. She that pissed died me off. I'm like he... Cersei, fucking Cersei. Win. All this a... crazy shit, and she dies with her <laughs> incestuous brother in fucking rubble. Dude, she, she deserves better than that. She deserves she... better than to die by fucking rocks. She this died. Is what we do. She died on a construction site accident. And that shit hurt me. Because <laughs> I thought she, she was seriously. She forgot her orange hat that yeah, day. She forgot her hard she hat. didn't make day. it home. You yeah. know what I mean? Bro, Cersei, all the shit she did, and you give us that? Bro, oh let her get her head knocked off by somebody. You know what I mean? Like, she deserves to go out in that way. You know what I mean? That season was, let's move on. I just. All right, before we, before we completely run out of energy, we were going to debut a new segment tonight, um, but we're going to put it off because... Don't, don't. Let's not talk about that either. Let's wait for that, too. I think yeah. we can save that one. We can save that one. We can save that one. <laughs> we can save that one. We can save Tune it, Mike. You want to... We can do... Hey, hey, yo, yo. We're going to have a pizza conversation on Sunday, guys. It's dropping Monday. John has tune some in. stupid shit to say about pizza, and you're going to have to uh, tune in. Mike's Italian ass is going to have to wait. <laughs> Don't pop from, from stress. I'm going to be walking around mad for three days until we can record <laughs> the next episode. meatballs and shit. Okay. And sausages. Mad as hell. This Monday. Straight in my lineage. <laughs> on Monday, come back. We will have... Uh, Tyler and I tearing John limb yes, from limb. I, I've been I, here. This I, is where I'm, I'm with Mike on this. Y'all arguing is weird and, to me. Me and, arguing is y'all is normal to me. We'll I'm talk about one division. We'll talk about basketball. We'll talk about anything else that comes up that we don't find boring. So come back for Jenkins and Jones Monday on the Volume Podcast Network. Peace.